Hey, listening audience, this is Mama Bad Guy. And Let's die, Jack! Oh, you're lying. He is not a loser, you know He's that. He's a Chris. loser. <laughs> and you're listening to the Big Pop Theory Podcasting. Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? Featuring Captain Shakespeare. I am the captain, he stole my name. And Bad blood pressure that just officially went through hey everybody welcome to the big pop theory podcast i'm one of your hosts bad guy jack and i'm joined with as always captain shakespeare captain how are you madam i am splendiferous i like that splendorous it's just <laughs> it's like you're splendid but then you add it was such, it was such elegance when you said that i was like god Makes me want to like when I have French toast. Now I gotta put my pinky out when I cut it. You know, so that would be so aggressive. That was that was tremendous. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff happened this weekend. Uh, you know, uh, in wrestling, we had the Elimination Chamber. We had the Battle of the Valley. I wish I had the actual results, but uh, I mean, just some matches. I guess we could talk about real quick before we go in. I mean, the main match uh, we have um, uh, Mercedes Monet. Battle, battling Kyrie, they don't call Kyrie Sane anymore. It's just Kyrie, right? Yeah, it's just Kyrie. Kyrie, I think it's all. Her name is in all caps, correct? Yes. That's aggressive. She's queen. She's that queen. is no. That's great. I I know what I'm going to do next time. Like I, um, when I fill out something and I put my real name, I'm just going to put it in all caps. As you should. Yeah, I'm going to sit there and put an explanation point too. Be like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's me. But, uh, you know, what did you think about that match? I didn't get a chance to see it, but I heard really good reviews about this match. So uh, why don't you just t- uh, give, take the floor and what did you think? I haven't been able to watch the full match. I've seen a few good clips, but I just haven't, you know, work. It's just been crazy. But yeah. from the clips that I saw, I'm very happy that, you know, ladies, um, she definitely is proving the haters wrong because she did her finisher the money Monet maker. Oh, that's really cool. Okay. And everyone was like, oh, she botched it from last time. Like, they just, because, you know, I feel like there's this small percentage of like wrestling fans who literally thrive off hating uh, Mercedes. And it's actually very, <sighs> wow, that car also clearly doesn't like her. But, um, <laughs> It's all, it's just very odd to me. It's like, why are you just like, you have to find a reason to dislike her? It's very, like, peculiar to me. So it was nice for her to kind of have them eat that, you know, because whenever she does something, it's like the first time anyone's ever done something to these people. Like if she botches, it's like the first time everyone's, no one's ever botched, only her. Like that's how they make it seem. And it's so like irritating. It's like, are you not tired of that same rhetoric? Are you not tired of it? No, some people just really, uh, they live off that and they just get so excited about doing that. And some people, they just, uh, what do they call these things? Keyboard warriors. So they're behind the keyboard and like, yeah, I said it. Ha ha ha. And they laugh and just gross behavior. But yeah, I didn't see the match either. But I do think that uh, the match was uh, pretty good. I thought the match was uh, from the things I saw. It looked pretty decent. Um, and I look forward to actually catching the match. And I I feel like this they, they definitely delivered too. Um, from the stuff I remember that they had in WWE. So and I and I know that they gotten better as time went on. So I, I'm pretty sure that they were uh, when Sasha, excuse me, Mercedes. She uh, when she um, hit the move, got the win. She was like, "Yeah, take that, haters." But you know, the haters are always gonna find something. So yeah, they absolutely are. You know, trust me, trust me, they are yeah. absolutely are. It's like but they I thrive on it. But I, I would tell, I would sit here, not that she needs any advice from me, but you just keep on doing your thing, girl. Like you just keep on doing, cause she's she's doing big things. She's doing things that a lot of those people who are saying stuff about wish they could do. Mm-hmm. You hit the nail on the head. There we go. I didn't even have a hammer. That's how good I am. <laughs> and we had Jay White. He went against Eddie Kingston. And um, yeah, Jay White is. Uh, he takes the the L. He's no longer a part of New Japan, which I think a lot of people already knew. Um, stuff about his contract. Uh, the contract status and um i was telling you this for like months 
I, I want you to just give me my flowers. I was saying this for months. You like, oh, I don't know. He's in like his own mood. I did. I, 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 well. I just want you to admit that was you. Well, I mean, I want to, I want to just say that I usually put words together, so <laughs> I will, I will uh, give that to you. You did. Jeez, you, you definitely the the queen on stepping on people's white shoes. I want you to know that. No, no, because you were like adamant every time I brought it up. Okay, I have to get my flowers now. I have to speak my piece. <laughs> All right, yeah, you, you got it. You, you got it. I was wrong. I can. I can accept that I was wrong. I I was wrong. You did say for the longest, and um, I just wasn't sure about it because sometimes you know you see stuff on the internet and you either believe it or you don't. But I I said, oh well, I've heard that he has his five year contract. Not like I know anything about Jay White, but I believed it, and um, I was wrong. So yes, uh, madam, I was wrong. <laughs> and, and you're gonna keep giggling about this. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there we go. But yeah, Jay White takes the owl. Uh, thanks to Bronx finest, uh, Eddie Kingston. Stop. And and um, yeah, so uh, I mean, I don't even have to ask. Like, what do you uh, uh, what do you see next for Jay White? Because I feel like we've always had that question asked. But uh, end of an era. I it is the Switchblade era, an amazing era. I mean, he did everything he possibly could in New Japan. You know, for God's sakes, it's the same car. Like, it's the same. <laughs> like he's like literally every time I speak, he's like, "Rev it up, rev it up." <laughs> it's sick. I um, swear, the the promotion for Fast and Furious is getting aggressive. I'm actually, I actually loathe Vin Diesel for this. Actually, I I do too. I'm tired of seeing him play uh, Dom Toretto. I'm 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 trying to get a role there just so I could be the one to end it, but. Carry on, I'm sorry. I just want to be the I want to be the end villain, just so I can say I, I've had enough. Oh my god! But yeah, well, back to what I was saying. I think yes, Jay did absolutely everything that he possibly could in uh, New Japan, and so it just felt like it was nearing that time. And then also, I mean, uh, nobody knows the future. Nobody knows where he could end up. WrestleMania is only forty-two days away. I think it's less than that now. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like I could wait to WrestleMania, the, the Raw after WrestleMania. I think, you know, if you're patient, I hope some people are patient. Um, I hope they're not in a rush to jump somewhere that may not be that journey. But you know what? I will support Jay White no matter what because he is just so talented. He is so just like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's someone like, yeah, I would support him no matter what, no matter what his choices is, as long as he's happy. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are leaning towards. Um, it's definitely looking like WWE. Um, you never know. These you never know. Don't. You don't. It it it's hard to call it. Um, but I I second what you say. As long as he's happy, wherever he goes, as long as he's happy. Um, I would like for him to. Either brand is fine because I don't watch New Japan, so I'm someone who only like if I see some clips, I might watch a little bit of. Uh, I might read highlights. So if he was on WWE TV, AEW TV, I would go, oh, I could kind of watch you now because you're on, you know, I can catch you on a television show that I can catch. And that's not no shout on New Japan. It's just I know that uh, everyone has. Listen, I have like 700 streaming services. I can't. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't. <laughs> no, I, I, I really can't. It's funny. I was uh, talking to my little brother today. And he was like, yeah, I got uh, Peacock. I was like, yeah, I have that. He said, and you didn't tell me? I was like, oh, I must have forgot. I'm sorry. That's all these other things I gave that I forget like, oh, maybe, hey, you might want to watch Peacock because I watch it only for the WWE stuff. Yeah. And even well, then. I used it for Charmed, but WWE just happened to be on there. I, You know what? No, honestly, too, <laughs> like as you say, Charm, I, I do, too. I use it just, just so I can get an eight hours uh, sleep. Oh, you know, that is just sick. Yeah, and I hope the Charm community just gets you some pitchforks. How dare you? They give me pit- <laughs> and they give me pitchforks. That would be so nice. Dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Okada, I didn't get to catch the name of the person he fought, but Okada wins. It's uh, Tanahashi. Oh, thank you. Oh, okay. Thank you, thank you. Because I've heard that they had a lot of matches, and um, you know they, they they have like such a storied uh, rivalry. Um, but he wins. Um, what else is new? And. Um, I mean, that was really it. There was a bunch of other stuff. I mean, it looked like David Finley's going to take over the Bullet Club. Uh, now that Jay White is uh, 
out. They need to just put it out. Like enough is enough. Thank you. Thank you. Thank enough you. Enough is enough. Thank you. No, thank you. No, seriously. Like my thing is like I un so I didn't catch the Prince Devitt era. Error. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't catch God, the Prince the Devitt. Yeah, but I believe that that was such a great error. And then when AJ Styles took up took over the mantle, I was like, oh cool, because I like AJ Styles. And then after that, I was like, oh, okay, all right, that, that, that's enough. But they kept it going, whatever, fine. But it's just like, it just won't stop. It's like, it's like this water bug you step on, and it just keeps moving. You know what it's like? It's like Law & Order SVU. It just keeps going. Like, it just keeps going. I love that you said Law & Order SV, <laughs> SVU, because I'm like, you just mean Law & Order in general, because I feel like that was going around my grandparents' time. It just won't stop. Just yeah. it won't. It, 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 it's a never ending. It is like the energy. Did the Energizer Bunny give this guy batteries to keep it going? Stop it's moving through time and space at this point. <laughs> going through time. Much space. like King. King the, Con <laughs> King the Conqueror. <laughs> just, just traveling, just to go places. And be like, you know what? This timeline needs what? <laughs> needs to get messed it needs up. Needs another Bullet Club. <laughs> oh my God. See, I wish I could do something to King the Conqueror, but he is a problem. I can't wait till you uh, see that movie. It's, it's it's a good movie. I'm literally excited. I'm foaming at the mouth right now. Oh, my God. Then you might want to go to the doctor first before you go see this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. But um, that was really just new. Uh, some of the New Japan stuff. We're going to just cover here, folks, uh, the Elimination Chamber. There was five matches on the card. I thought this card was uh, really good. I thought the show was really good. And I also believe that uh, this was digestible. Um, and they didn't do the silly thing because Roy Rumble had, what, five matches? But it, you would think there was nine matches because the show didn't end to freaking 12 o'clock at night. You know? So I, I do mm -hmm. appreciate that this was uh, – I feel like the show was structured very well. I thought all the talent went out there and kicked ass. Um just quick thoughts about this uh, pay-per-view. What did you think about it? I loved it. I do agree. Like, I like that. I feel like Triple H just kind of brought that whole NXT thing. Because NXT that never has a large card as well. It's always maybe mm -hmm. like five or six matches at most. Um, and I feel like the main roster has kind of taken up that. Which before, we know, like, so many unnecessary matches sometimes. Like, right. it's like, I'm trying to go to bed at the end of the day. Um <laughs> But I'm glad it was just only, like, those amount of matches because it gave every match time. Like, every match had good amount of time, and that's what made it good. Well, okay, listen. Yes. To be honest with you, there's one match I was not messing with, but we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. I already know what match that is. Mm -hmm. I already I already know. As soon as you turned on. As as the BBL. Up, huh? The BBL brawlers. <laughs> I already knew as soon as I – there's this one match that I said, oh, here we go. She's already bringing the energy. I, I, I dig it. Um, but, you know, and you mentioned that about Triple H, and you was mentioning, and you said, like, he pretty much brought that NXT field, uh, you know, five matches, six matches top. Um, and I think, to me, it's proof that less is more. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need, like, eight matches because then you're trying to rush these matches. And I feel like with these matches, they gave them time, which is something you really want. You want to... You want the you want the matches to have time. You want the matches to be able to breathe. And why don't we just open up with uh, the first match? We had the women's elimination chamber match. We had Oscar, Raquel, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Nikki Cross, and uh, Carmella. I don't know why I almost said Charlotte. Charlotte was in there. None of these girls was to the chance. But um, but uh, this was good. This was good. I enjoyed it. You know, Natalia is the hometown girl, so she got a nice little pop. I think she got a nice reaction. See, I um I didn't put like who came out first in this match. Uh, but I, I do just want to sit here if I could just dissect it, this match a little bit. Absolutely. These women had all these women delivered. I thought all these women did great. A lot of people were looking at Liv the most, saying she was really the standout. Some I saw on Twitter, they really liked the spot that she did. And I thought it was a really cool spot. It was unique when she did the jumped off the I would uh I when I was a kid, right? And I would watch old WWE, WWF, 
And I saw Jeff Hardy jumping off the ladder. I said, oh, man, that's extreme. <laughs> and as I got older, I said, nah. So when Liv Morgan did that, kudos to her because that was an instant nah for me. <laughs> I mean, and she and she got it, too. Uh, who did she hit? I think she hit it on uh, Raquel, I believe. Yeah. She did hit on Raquel, right? Yeah. Liv stood out a lot in this match. What did you think about the spot where she got um I think she got she was getting the sharpshooter and then she got like a arm bar or something because she passed out from a double submission. I thought that was exceptional. I thought that was done so well. I think it shows how much they value Liv that they think that they have to go to those lengths to get her eliminated because they think that she's a top dog and she is a top dog. And it just makes me so happy from ear to ear because again, I have to do it again. I was saying it for so long, mm -hmm. for so long. I just, I saw all of that in, in Liv and how much she loved doing what she does and how much she wanted to be the best. She wanted to get to the top and I'm just happy to see that it's coming to fruition because I think that she's just, and even just you see her as a person, like remember when we saw the people with the signs and most yeah. people would be annoyed by that. And she still had a smile, still signed. She just seems like a very exceptional woman. And I'm just very happy when I see exceptional women get exceptional treatment from the universe. So. You know, yeah, and I was going to say, I was going to agree with you when you said um, you said how they view Liv. I thought the way when they did that, they really kept her strong, which was great. I think, And I think that was some of the stuff in uh, both chambers, because I thought Liv looked strong in that when she just passed out. She never tapped. She just passed out. Um, the only thing missing was the smile, because I think that's what happened last time. Rhonda put her with a move and she just smiled. Yeah. Um, and I thought Raquel looked pretty damn good, too. Because it took, like, what, three super oh, kicks? Oh, yes. They made Raquel look really good. And mm -hmm. I've noticed that it's, like, a reoccurring thing with Raquel of, like, she's always the final person left in these big decision matches, like the Royal Rumble and now this. It's, like, you can tell that they value her. Because they you always leave the people they're really checking for in those last, like, right. three, like, in that moment. Not to say they're not checking okay. for the rest. Obviously, you wouldn't be there if they weren't checking for you. But in terms right. of, like, who they're checking for to be in that next position, like, who's up next? In, in that sense um so you can kind of see that with raquel and i can see why i think you know she's talented i think she's you know a great look i think she has presence about her so you know it's just you know waiting and see what they have for her i'm sure after mania like when yeah. everything else is wrapped up they'll be able to really sink into her yeah, I think somewhere after mania and maybe not necessarily right 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 away because they could start building her after but they can definitely do something around the summertime with her. And I believe that they really want to do something with her. I think right now, when you have Charlotte and Rhea, and they're going to be going at each other at Mania, you're like, hmm, maybe now is not the right time for Raquel, but she's going to be someone who... I would say around the summertime. I would say maybe that's when she starts really cooking up. I would think so. Maybe that's even too soon, but that's my hunch. If maybe I had to throw... SummerSlam, maybe? She might have something going on? I think SummerSlam. That seems that about a good time to do it, because that's one of their big four. So I would, I would say SummerSlam. Give her some time to keep building the momentum. Uh, let her keep being in front of that crowd, because I believe the crowd likes her. I believe that. I know backstage they like her. Like you said, she has a great yeah, look. She gets really good reactions from the mm -hmm. crowd always. Um, so yeah, definitely. But it was unfortunately the elimination chamber wasn't for the uh wasn't meant for these two women. But I mean they still looked strong. Natalia was there to be, you know, like the ring general, make sure that things were yeah, always. I mean, she did great. Nikki Cross was there to do Nikki Cross things, meaning she was flying, uh, <laughs> she was doing crazy things. And you know, a lot of people I heard people sitting there saying, Oh, I don't like the Nikki Cross character. I've always loved this Nikki Cross uh, Cross character. I understood why she did the superhero stuff, and that's no knock on her. She wanted to do something different. She, that was something she wanted to do, and I and I commend her for picking a character. She went to the office and said, "This is what I want to do." So I commend her for having the initiative to do that. Um, but I always loved Tasmania and Nikki Cross, so she was uh, doing that stuff. Camilla was in there too. Uh, you was a fan of her gear. 
Oh my god, her gear. Honestly, Carmela doesn't actually miss when it comes to her gear. Like her gear is always pretty on point. And I think even I think she was a great villain to have in this match. Like she played her role to perfection. And that's one thing that Carmela that that I think that's her biggest strength is right. she's able to play a role down to the like she's so good on that. Not to say her in-ring is no slouch because she definitely was holding her own in there as she always does, but she doesn't get a lot of credit for that because her character work is so overpowering. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times people don't think back, you know what? She has one of my favorite super kicks. Like when she does super kick, I think she does it the best. She's definitely like top three for me with super kick personally. So. Oh really? I, I'm I, I'm interested in hearing uh, what your top your top three list look like. You got her, Shawn yeah. Michaels. I know is one of them. Duh, he's number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have picked him. Adam Cole's one. number two. Adam Cole does have a good super kick. Like I said, he does have a really good super kick. I mean, yeah, no, that's a good one. But uh, Oscar gets the win. I thought this was the right call. This was the um, this was what it should have been. Um, she didn't eliminate everybody, which is fine. But I still thought she looked. She still she still looked dominant when it was just her and uh, Carmella in the end. And I believe she had like an arm bar on Carmella. Uh, poor Carmella. Uh, she really tried to hang in there with Oscar, but Oscar uh, Carmella was not ready for Oscar. And if you ask Oscar, she will tell you Bianca Belair is not ready for Oscar. And I look, I I gotta say that's gonna be a fun match. Uh, I know we're gonna get a chance. We're gonna review it. Um, mm -hmm. Two nights of mania, so we're gonna have to. That's gonna be a. That's gonna be quite the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that. <laughs> yeah, we might have to start like at uh, five in the morning just to. Seven? No I'm kidding. Um, I know, right? <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm just really happy that Oscar won. Honestly, I felt like I felt like we all felt like that was the right decision, especially right. Since, especially since she's just returning with this new, like you know, character, like new yeah. old, new old. You know what I mean? Like it's new. Yeah, to I get the you. WWE universe, essentially, a lot of the casual WWE fans. I mean. Um, and I think she's working it well. The fans are really, really behind her. I mean, they've always been behind, you know, Asuka. Yeah. Um, my only thing, I remember I saw someone say, oh, you know, um, why didn't they have Liv be in the final two with Asuka? And I felt like that would have been a terrible idea for Ooh. the reasons of the fact that Liv is very over with the crowd, as you could tell by when they eliminated her, how angry the crowd was. It's just not a good look sometimes to like have two baby faces in the end and have the split cheering you know because i feel like oscar's already like for mania we're gonna have that we didn't need it for this as well because obviously bianca's very loved oscar's very loved so that's gonna be a split crowd of course we All didn't right. need it for this as well and i feel mm -hmm. like the longer live stayed in the match same like with the royal rumble the longer a specific person that the crowd is behind stays in the more they favor them for the win and if they don't get that outcome there there is possibility for them to turn on the opposite person which right. would be terrible because we don't want that for oscar so i feel like the way that they went with it being oscar and carmella was perfect because carmella is the perfect villain and she just made it easy for people to get behind oscar right no that's that's uh i love that breakdown on how you did it uh, how you broke that down that was really good um, but I did want to ask you this. You did mention Oscar, uh, Bianca, and how that crowd is going to be split. I mean, what do you think that reaction is going to be? I mean, <sighs> yeah, okay, you get the question because I was going to break it down more, but you get it. No, no, I get it. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be split. Like, oh man, I feel like somebody's going to, it's going to be 40, 40, 60. I don't know who's going to be the 60 right now. <laughs> you have to give me right. like, give me like another week and I will be able to know because, you know, after that point, Oscar and Bianca obviously will be having, you know, segments together and I'll be able to fill out the crowd and then I can let you right. know 60. <laughs> right, because there's always this talk and we're like, well, what's going to happen uh, between her and Oscar? And I mean, but Oscar coming back, I'm like, okay, she's the baby face and stuff. How is that crowd going to react to Bianca? And uh, you've heard the conversation about everyone looking at Bianca as the female version of John Cena. And I haven't heard people turn on her. I, I haven't heard I haven't heard no booze or anything like that. But it makes me wonder what what we're gonna, what's that going to be like, and do we slowly? Because part of me feel you could turn Bianca Hill, but do you want to do that? I guess that's the question. Do you want to do that? 
It's really tough because mm-hmm. I think Bianca is like really good with the fans, especially the younger um, girls. Yes. They're always dressing up like her. So it's like you want her to kind of be a baby face because you have these kids that all look up to her. Like she's very popular. And oh, yeah. So it's like it's tough. But I think she is a great. Most of her most iconic lines come from when she was a heel, you know, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Or yeah. I go here now. Like a lot of those came from when she was a heel. So it's like I do miss it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, right now she is just she's just like it, it's really hard to see her as a heel again right now. Like it's really hard. But I would love to see it, of course. But right. is it possible right now? I'm not one hundred percent. No, it's a it's 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 honestly rough. Um because she has been a baby for I feel like since she's been on the main roster. I don't remember her being a heel since she being on the main roster. And I do remember, the, like you said, the NXT days. And when she was a heel, when you, all you had to do was give her a mic. And she could talk. I mean, she could talk. Yeah. She could, do, she could, she could throw. She threw out some really good uh, quips back in the day when she was just running the heel. So she turned heel. It wouldn't be bad. I don't think it would be bad. But I do get the idea if I guess from a business perspective, like, that might hurt because little girls do. There's a lot of girls who have the ponytail just because of her. She's their she's their super girl. Mm-hmm. So turning her heel, it's you're like, do you do that? But I guess you, I, I like your uh, point of well, let's see how the crowd is first, and then from there you can tell. But if it was to turn her heel, um, I would be for it because she would kill it. <laughs> she would be she would kill it. She's just divinely gifted to just yeah. Oh my well. gosh. Oh my gosh, we didn't even talk about the men's chamber, but Montez Gear. God, I mean, this girl just does everything. Here it is. I, I, me, when I cut an apple, I do it uneven. <laughs> she and just... the sick part about it that gets me is like, and she's literally stunning. It's like, yeah. how can you possibly just be good at absolutely everything and then have beauty as well? Like, my, like, how... it's like she hit the lotto or something with like, the lord like she hit the lotto with the lord <laughs> like she's like like it's crazy but like she's amazing so i'm, I'm no, just, she she is yeah. great and that's why i said if she was to turn hill she could she could knock that out the road she could knock that out the park and i feel like also too what her if she was a hill you know that whole es est stuff it works as a baby face but it works as a as a hill too well i'm the i'm the greatest i'm the well not bestest that's not a word my english teacher someone saying damn um but you get what I'm saying? Well, she can use that in a hill uh, way as well. And even throw in, I busted my body for you guys for years. And yeah, yeah, turned on me. There's so much I feel like you can you can do if it was to do that. But that's going to be for WrestleMania. Let's get to match two. Uh, match of the night for uh, Sawyer. We have Big Brock Lesnar. I mean, yeah, Big Brock Lesnar and Big Bobby Lashley. I don't, I don't know. I almost said a big... <laughs> Big Bobby Brown. The BBL brawlers. I almost called Bobby Bobby Brown. I don't think Bobby Brown would want to get in the ring with no damn Brock Lesnar. That would no, just be no. that would be horrifying. Not many do. Oh my goodness. You remember what uh on SmackDown Bray said uh whoever wins, run. Brock probably someone said him said, if this boy don't shut up, <laughs> <laughs> if this man don't shut up. Yeah, this match wasn't match of the night. This match wasn't anything. I mean, look, these guys are two big dudes. Um, I mean, there was spears, F5s. Um, I think there was a German somewhere. Someone, uh, someone had a German. I think Brock, uh, uh, was sweating. Schmatch really wasn't, really didn't do anything. Uh, I guess a lot of people, for some people, they like that kind of stuff. And that's fine. But it's not, that don't work for me, brother. Um, ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, it didn't work, didn't work for me. Um. I, I might have to use my creative control in this. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. But, um, yeah, I just wasn't really a fan of this match. Uh, Brock, uh, Bobby gets the win. Uh, he goes for the hurt lock, and Brock can't get out, and he low blows Bobby. And Bobby, um, he gets beat up some more. Brock, I got to say, this rough is a total, like, tool. Like, Brock, with his finger says, come here. To the ref, right? And the ref goes, yeah, Brock. And then gets beat up and gets F5. I said, you know what? You deserve that, man. Like, if I see Brock tells me come here, I'm going the opposite direction. It's called common sense! Not you victim blaming. Oh, my gosh. 
No, he's a he's a fool. He's the greatest fool of them all. Top shelf fool. Top five fool. If there was a poster of fools, it would be this ref. Oh my gosh. Why did you do that, ref? I'm sorry. What did you think about this match, Brandon? I think that they keep having the same match in a different font, and I just can't. Not a different font. That's what it is. It's the same thing. Cause all every time one of the announcers' tables literally get like ruined somehow. Every time I'm just like, okay, um, yeah, it's just not for me. It's just I've not. I haven't been into the feud either. It's just not my specific. Uh, I, not, I feel yeah, like every wrestling fan has a specific match that they're looking for, or what really yeah. like excites them, or what they cling to, or gravitate towards. And this wasn't that match for me. Am I going to say it's bad? No, I don't think it was a bad match. I just feel like it's not my type of match that I usually enjoy. Um, I think at the end of this, Bobby's probably going to get the last win. It seems that way. It really does. Well, you know what they're throwing out? This is where the curveball kicks in. Um, um, what's the name? I'm sorry. I'm blanking. Bray said he gets the winner of this match. Now, Bobby did win, but he didn't beat Brock by pinning him. He just he got the DQ uh, win. Right. So what do we do? I guess now is what is the question? I mean, what is the question? What is the uh, what is the match? They're gonna have like a no DQ psych. It's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be like some hardcore type. It, it's gonna be that because again, like you can't low blow me because you know Bobby's gonna say he probably is saying it right now as like mm-hmm. Ross having like right, right, you right. couldn't beat me. <laughs> Tell you how to cheat. Like I just know he's saying it right now. With the sweat. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The sweat is always included. <laughs> I would hate to get a Bobby Lashley figure and it's that sweat included. I would be like, oh nah. Nah. Always concluded free. <laughs> free. Just free sweat. Yeah, that's how I like my action figures with free sweat. But yeah, no, I agree. This match just wasn't for me. Uh it's just these big guys doing these things. And um, I guess we gotta see now what happens. I mean, do you? And you mentioned uh, a hardcore match, but is Bray? I guess that's my question. Is Bray involved? Is Bray gonna be in this triple threat, or is Bray just gonna go after Bobby because Bobby did win? And I, and you know, they're not gonna not have Brock not on WrestleMania. He's going to be at Mania. So I'm saying, what are we doing here? I don't know. I really don't like. I right. Kinda- it's kind of the same way I feel about the whole Oscar Bianca thing is I need to see how things unfold in it. Like I'd say in the next two weeks to really check the temperature. All right. And that's fair. That's, that's about fair, but yeah, Bobby wins. Um, didn't look like a winner cause he was on the floor and um, yeah. I, I mean, winners are not supposed to be on the floor, but unless they uh, get kicked in the, the, the areas. Yeah. They get kicked in the, the important areas. And that sucks. Just wanted to throw that out there. That's my uh, my uh, public service announcement. That sucks. I'm glad you said that. Thank you. So then we have Edge and Beth Phoenix against Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. Good stuff. I, I thought this was good stuff. I thought everybody did their roles here. Finn, uh, he plays the 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 hill. You was talking to me off air and you was telling me you could tell Finn is just having a good time. He's like so he so he really does it, he overdoes it with the, the the villain work, which is great because I'm entertained. You know, him saying, I hate you and I'm gonna get you back. And I'm just waiting for him to twirl his mustache. But he doesn't do that. He doesn't he's not one of them VOD villains where he twirls the mustache. But you know, he plays like the over the top uh um villain. Um, you know, Edge and Finn, they started off. Eventually, we get the girls in there and they do stuff, um, uh, which was great. I mean, I feel like Rhea and uh Beth are pretty evenly matched. Uh, you know, Beth was uh someone who really killed it, um, back in the day. Um, was that 07, 07, 08, that time frame? Um, but this was good. I mean, I, I I can't go from like holes to holes and stuff like that. But I thought these guys really did some really good stuff. I thought they were it was really entertaining. I had Judgment Day winning. I had Judgment Day winning. 
And then I told you um, a few uh, either yesterday or the day before, and I said, "Well, foolish me! Why would I bet against Edge and Beth Phoenix? Because these two just don't lose. You know, Edge uh, they get the win um, when uh, after Beth hits the glam slam outside to Rhea, then uh, Finn." He got there was the shattered uh, machine. I thought that that Edge might have spared him first, but no, he had uh, the shattered machine. Finish dominated one, two, three. Uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix gets the win. What did you think about this match? Why do you keep saying dominated? You're so dramatic. Um, my thoughts on this match is I'm glad that Finn lost because it makes it more possible that he'll win at Mania. Um, get dominated. Also, I feel like this match is very like heavily more towards the women which i loved obviously like i feel like it was a lot of time spent on Rhea and beth which i was totally messing with i love it um yeah no i really really enjoyed this match actually and i i think i kind of said this on my twitter but i feel like judgment day has the most chaotic matches like it's never just in the ring there's always something going on there's always like 20 people running around at some point it's always towards the end. Towards the end is where it gets super crazy every time. And I kind of love it because it's like, oh, I love the chaoticness of it. Um, but I overall, it was a really, really good match. I really enjoyed it. Um, Finn and Edge, I think they have really good chemistry, um, which which I, I just love. I just love. And you can tell that they love it. Um, you just can tell. And, you know, Beth and Rhea, like, they also are very locked in with each other. And I do agree they're very evenly matched. I did love um, Beth's ear because it looks so similar. Like It was like a different interpretation of her like outfit that she wore when she got the injury to her jaw from Victoria. It, really, it looks very similar. Um, not exactly the same, but it has similarities and it just kind of like triggered a thought in my brain. Um, I liked it. I always love when something triggers some type of nostalgia from me. So I was really liking her gear. And she's just really exceptional, honestly. Her and Rhea as well, you know. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this match, like, completely down, down the line all the way. You did say, I think I remember it was on your uh, Twitter, and you did say something about her ring outfit brought back nostalgia, nostalgic memories. Um, cause I do remember she had like the pants and stuff. And when she came back, when she was doing the Glamazon thing, she wore like a dress or something like that. Right. Um, yes. So no, that's a, that's a good eye. Uh, I didn't get to mention this spot, but I thought this was something because you mentioned how the women were getting a lot of shine, which was great. Um, the spot where they did the double power bomb. I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. I mean, these women really, uh, these women really went out there and, uh, show that they can hang just like the men and that mm-hmm. spot too when it was like a superplex uh beth hit on uh Rhea, I mean, the way Rhea uh, sold it oh man it was it was really some good stuff was really good at selling i will say yeah no, i really- love how when edge and finn were like going down with the mm-hmm. the the um power box mm-hmm. and they both looked at each other like they went to hold each other's hands to brace for impact like, it's just like they <laughs> forgot they were against each other for a second <laughs> i just thought that was such a great touch it was really really funny well that's a good call i didn't even uh peep that but um yeah we're gonna get this is not the end for edge and finn we're gonna get that do you think do you think we might get the return of the demon king um i mean i think there's a strong possibility but i don't know because i don't want to take that chance um because he is going against Edge at the end of the day. And, you know, Edge is Edge, you know? Right. And so there's that possibility that he can lose. And I'm already annoyed that it's that too. Obviously, I don't even count the second one because of that rope. What are you talking about? You know what happened. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, so if I know there's two people that have a win. Yeah. It's, it's like we don't need three. We don't need three. Three times is not the charm around here. I mean, well, the beef, I mean, he might. The demon must stand a chance because it's not uh, a Samoan. You gotta remember, we've realized the uh, demon's weaknesses if it's a Samoan person. They also have to be named Joe. Don't forget that. Absolutely, yeah. Samo- the Samoan Joes. Exactly. <laughs> That's Absolutely. The heel and ropes that are not tightened correctly. I, you know, one day I just want to put the ring together. That day, that person should be held accountable. All I'm saying is, I mean, you know, Finn got some offense, but he got dominated by our uh, tribal chief. Saying- 
been dominated. How could you like this is such sick? You're spreading misinformation. No, I'm not. I'm telling yes, the truth. You are. The rope broke. Like he had everybody laid out. The, the rope broke. He had the Usos on the outside laid out. He had Roman laid out and the rope broke. That is not dominated. Okay. Will you stop the cameras? But no. <laughs> There's no cameras. What are you talking about? This is an audio. Stopped. It's an audio podcast. What are you talking about? You just spreading misinformation. <laughs> you are so mad. What are you talking about? Why are you? Why are you like this? Oh my god! You know, just you just say what you have to say. All I'm saying is that he did lose to our tribal chief, and I can't help that he, you know, stuff happened. You know, but let's go on. Uh. uh we have the Elimination Chamber, the males, and we have... And I was actually really excited about this match. I just love the talent that was put in here. I thought it was a great mix. You have Seth freaking Rollins, because I feel like I got to say it like WWE. Seth freaking Rollins, Damian Priest, Johnny Gargano, Montez Ford, Bronson Reed, and Austin Theory. I was really excited about this. I said, this is going to be great. I know I said that already, but I repeat myself, so I'm going to do it again. Um, you start off with Seth and Johnny Gargano, and I can't wait for them to actually either a program or a match because I know those two are just going to kill it. Um, I think it was something you shared recently, and it was uh, Johnny Gargano against Finn Balor, and Finn, you know, he beat him. He did beat him, but that was a good match. Really, really darn good match. Um, matter of fact, kind of makes me sad because – when I watched that match, I was like, oh, this was a few weeks before the world shut down. <laughs> oh, no, honestly, it just <laughs> It just, it's like 2020 was a really rough year, man. Like, sometimes you watch things a little before, like, everything was shut down, before the whole Thunderdome and all that stuff. And you're just like, wow, this was really before everything just went to hell. But I just wanted to say that I feel like when they do eventually do something, because you know they got to do something. You have to. Don't miss the ball here, WWE. But Johnny Gargano and Seth, I just got excited about that. Uh, Bronson Reed comes out eventually. Does Bronson Reed things. I got to say, Bronson Reed looked good here. Um, he showed his power. He showed uh, his dominance. I had him as the winner because I just I felt Austin Theory. If anything, I just thought Austin Theory was going to lose the championship, but I was totally off. Which is great. I like being off. It means like, hey, it's not as predictable as you might think. Um, but Bronson Reed does Bronson Reed things. I feel like I'm going to get my order wrong on the people who came out here. But let's just throw everybody in there. <laughs> you know, Damian Priest, Montez Ford out there. Montez Ford was someone I was really looking at because I said this is going to be good for him. He's going to – this is going to be a good outing. I, 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 felt, I felt he was going to have a really good outing. I, I felt he did just that. I remember he had that match sometime back with Roman Reigns. Um, I think it was two years ago. And I said, man, he did damn good by himself. I mean, he didn't win, which I didn't expect him to win. I He was a he was a dark horse pick of mine, though. I did say I wouldn't be mad if he did. But he didn't win. Uh, neither did Johnny Gargano. I do want to mention uh, Bronson Reed. I loved how we mentioned earlier about Raquel and Liv. I love that they kept Bronson look strong where he got super kicked. Then he got two super kicks and it was three super kicks. And it took um, Johnny Gargano to hit the one final beat, Seth to hit the stomp, and Montez to hit that ridiculous. I am watching Roy right now and Paul Heyman has a neck brace and that is ridiculous. Dramatic. <laughs> he is tremendous. Um, and always has the belts. I, I, no one's have held those belts longer than uh, Paul Heyman. Um but um, and that big frog splash to Bronson Reed, and uh, they took that took him out, and I thought that was great to keep him still, keep him look strong. Um, a lot of people felt like oh he shouldn't lose because he's the monster, but if you're going to have him be, if you if you're gonna have him lose, that was the proper way of doing that. So I thought that was smart. Um, I didn't see how Damien got eliminated, but he got eliminated. Um, and I thought he had a good fun showing too. He does uh. Who did he beat? He beat someone with the razor's edge, no? I think he beat, uh, he pinned Johnny Gargano. He pinned Johnny Gargano with the razor's edge. Yeah. Montez Ford does Montez things. What did you think about this spot where he was hanging upside down and then fell? Oh, my God. That was insane. This guy is just like a a physical 
monster. Like the things that he can do, it's just like, he's just so hyper athletic. It's crazy. I thought it was a really cool spot. I mean, this match literally, I was like floored. Like I thought the women's match was so good. I loved it. I really did. I thought the women that they put in there all delivered on some level. And then this match, the exact same thing. It just like had a little bit more kick to it, I will say. Like, I notice a lot uh, with these, um, it's so easy to say pay-per-views, like, please. Um, these PLEs is like a pattern of, it's either when it's a, one of those special matches, like, uh, you know, Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble or stuff like that. It's either the women's match is better or the men's match is better. There's always one that's kind of a little bit better than the other. Last, uh, for Royal Rumble, the women's definitely outsold the men. This time, yeah. the men definitely, they got that. They got that. But both matches were really great. So that's not really saying anything. It's just like, you know, this match just had a little extra kick, kick to it. Like it drank a monster before it like happened. Well, damn, a monster. <laughs> oh, man. But they really did protect um, Bronson. Like it was very good. I was like, wow, okay, yeah, good. This is great. And, you know, um, I'm excited to see where it goes for him because I do think he's a really good wrestler. I just want him to kind of, I just want to have a bit more of a connection to his character is the only thing. But I think that there's nothing he has to work on in ring-wise, of course. Yeah, and ring, he's very talented. I mean, big dude who can do a lot of athletic stuff. Um, That's why I was excited about when he was in there. I said, oh, that's going to be interesting. Um, But, yeah, he doesn't get it. Same thing with Montez. I got to say, he sold the hell out of that curve stomp by uh, Seth Rollins. I mean, the way he uh, did, I, 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 for a period, I thought he really got hurt until it became obvious. Um, it was clear, like, oh, okay, they're, they're leaving the door for uh, one Paul Logan, who, who, uh, oh, Logan Paul. I'm sorry, he has two first names. I, it's hard to work with this. Um, he, he comes out here, he does a buckshot lariat. There's a joke in there, but I'm not going to go ahead. Say how great you think it is. Just get it out the way. It was a pretty decent... uh, Some people would say his buckshot was uh, pretty elite. Stop it. But, um... That's good. I'm going to... I got to save that one. That was good. Do not write that. Oh, my God. I am writing that one down. That that was funny. I don't care. That was hilarious. That make funny i just want that's oh the, i thought that every guy in the match also got like a good amount of like attention to them which i like like i that's what i love about these type of matches is it gives you time to really show yes. some talent that doesn't really get matches all the time for tv you know and just like get the crowd more acclimated with them you know the newer ones of course and i and i think that's why what made this match so interesting to me because a lot of people i look at someone like johnny gargano uh, let's look at the people who uh, just got called up um, or kind of new to the main roster, right? Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed. You know, Austin Theory been here for a while. They've repackaged them. Seth Rollins is over as hell. Damian Priest, um, I feel like he's been, like, not necessarily finding himself because I, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with Damian Priest. No. But I just feel like he's just really been in a groove, if that makes sense. You know? Like, he's just really been in the groove. So I feel like he's been taking a bit of a backseat in mm-hmm. the Judgment Day, but I'm glad that he's gotten this solo time. I think it's very necessary because we cannot forget that he is a great singles competitor. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, despite all the tag matches he's been having, he's a great singles competitor, and he definitely needs to get more shine. Like, he definitely is, like, the person that gets the least amount of attention in the Judgment Day, which, you know, I mean... I love them all, but I just want them to get equal amount of time. And I feel like he's not getting that equal amount of time. I feel like everybody else is getting about, let's say, 70%. He's getting about that 30. Right. No, I get that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard because he's getting, he gets kind of, he gets overshadowed by the Dom and Rhea stuff. Finn is just, you know, he's chilling, but he's you put so Finn. dramatic and over the top. It's like, you can't really outdo him. No. And he's a Leo. So, you know, it's like, do your best. Yeah, Leo's a trouble. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm telling the truth. Why, why are you like that's not but yeah, uh Logan Paul he hits the buckshot lariat and hits a curve stomp. Uh uh I I I'm, some people will say, wow, he hit a freaking curve stomp. Yes, that's five points for me. And um, you know, Seth Rollins, he takes the L to Austin Theory. Austin Theory is still champ. 
And now we got to see where this goes. Uh, any thoughts you want to add to this or anything you want to, like, what do you see where um, this goes for Austin Theory? Because we you can already tell this match, Seth and Paul Logan are going to have a match. Um, not sure about the other ones, but what do you think about Austin Theory retaining? Seth, is, it's literally just like whenever they want to bring in a celebrity to have a match or if they want, like, um, a new person that's, like, a top pick to have a match, like their first one, not the first one, but like, you know, a special one. They were like, Seth, Seth, are you busy, please? <laughs> All the time. I, I guess that's just because they trust him, of course, which makes sense because, you know, why wouldn't you? Um, I mean, I guess I, I'm sure him and Logan will have a nice match. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they are going to have a very fun match. Oh, so yeah, that's just, that was great. Now, I think they are going to, because they're both very athletic, and like you said, they trust Seth. I, how could you not trust Seth? How could you not trust Seth? Come on. Come on, Seth freaking Rollins. And let's get to the main event. We have that traitor, Sami Zayn, against the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. I do want to point out there was a, a, a sign in the crowd that said, if Roman wins, we won't riot. We will leave politely. Canada is an amazing place. But unlike Philly, who's ready to rip the place in half. <laughs> if John Cena was to have pinned RVD. And you know what? So would I have. Not that I was there, but at my TV, I was ready to throw something. And prepared for the consequences because my father would have said, why did you break my TV? I can't. Yeah, me either. I would have. Uh, yeah, things would have not have been good. Um, The crowd made this match, honestly. The crowd was so behind Sami Zayn. They really wanted him to get it. They wanted him to get the win, but that wasn't to be. I love that Roman was taunting the crowd. I, earlier in the match, I'm jumping all over the place, right? There's a spot where Sami's like get, trying to get in Roman's face and the ref is trying to block it. The way Roman just looked and just blew a kiss at him, like, aren't you cute? Roman was in his element, beating up Sami Zayn, that traitor, in front of his wife. Which I thought was great. Ah, uh, no, I thought that was great stuff. That is what you're supposed to do. He beat him up right in front of her. Then Sammy's got some cheap offense in. I wasn't really a fan of that, but I felt like when he was in Canada, it was like Superman with the sun. He was getting all his strength and power from the Canadian crowd, which was nice. It was cute. I don't want to bash Canada too much because Canada gave me uh, Brett the Hitman heart, but still won't forgive you for Justin Bieber. That is just not cool. But uh, it was fun. It was fun. A lot of near falls. I thought Sammy looked strong in this match. He looked very, very strong. Uh, he kicked out with some spears. Kicked out with a super kick and a splash from Jay Uso. Um, I mean, what more can you ask? I think some people were upset because they're like, oh, man, uh, you buried Sammy Zayn. And like, guys, shut up. <laughs> just what are you talking about? Why why did he get back? Because he didn't win. You don't have to win. Sammy got this opportunity. He got this opportunity. He made the he made the most out of it. And I will sit here and say he delivered. Sammy Zayn, get this. He's not only a good entertainer, he's a good wrestler. And I thought it was cool. Um so Sammy Zayn, right? You was mentioning earlier, I forgot who we were talking about, but you mentioned how Oh, it was Bianca Belair. And you said, well, she's been a, um, a face so long. Her being a heel would be kind of weird, right? So Sammy has been a heel for so long. Baby, I kind of forgot about him as a baby. So when he was doing some old NXT stuff, like the big flip over the ropes, uh, he was trying to go for that, go through the rope, um, not the ropes, but the ring post uh, DDT, um, which I don't think he got to hit. Um, I don't know. Stuff like that, I was like, oh, that's so freaking cool. It was really some good stuff. Uh, the crowd made it great. Um, I'm pretty sure I'll mention some other stuff that uh, I liked about it. But, uh, Madam, what did you think about this? Oh, my God, the storytelling. That's one thing that I've loved about this reign from Roman is every match is so heavily based in, in like, the story, the, the very end game of it all. Like, there is a story, like, the baseline storyline of whoever he's facing, but there's a bigger story. And you see Roman's character 
change with every match he just kind of changes into a different person mm-hmm. like he's developing he's things are happening he's gone from cool chill uh you know friendly normal like unhinged which is where he's kind of is now delusional unhinged actually he was unhinged with sense now he's just delusional unhinged um i just love that his character has changed so much but he's the same character you know what i mean like he's the same person but his mentality has been different throughout every single story and it's been building to whatever is going to be this end for him um and i just have to say like i'm so impressed like with how he's carried this out for so long as well um it's just a testament to him and his uh his talent and just like his dedication to his work and making sure that it is as it should be but this match yeah i definitely agree the crowd had a big hand in it i think that the crowd had a big hand in every match tonight like they added so much right um you know and i i love when a crowd is hot like a hot crowd can really change the The atmosphere no oh yeah yeah no i totally agree yeah it really does change the atmosphere all around like it's it was beautiful and just sammy uh, and that's what that's i think what made this match so great is because sammy even from nxt you you can vouch for this he has always been an amazing storyteller in between those ropes every Mm -hmm. time he kind of like he makes you feel so involved and emotional like it's it's insane so having these two people who are just so good at evoking emotion like you know in a match and then also delivering on that level of like just pure wrestling in general like it was a good match on that it was Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like it it was very 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 is a very good match and uh i'm happy that roman won i mean i was scared i mean roman and i think someone said it like roman has perfected the king out at like 2.99 i swear (laughs) it's like man it's literally my like i was losing it like the two times he did it like i was like please don't do this sir like i'm sure he did it more but there were two specific times that like made me almost mm-hmm. go into cardiac arrest um, oh my god <laughs> no but yeah um it was just really really good um everyone paul Heyman, jay oh jay he has jay. so underrated and i wouldn't say underrated actually that's not the best word but i'd say like People focus a lot more on Roman, obviously, because he is like, you know, I mean, if it's a TV show, he's the main character. Right. But sometimes, you know, the main character is not always the main person. And I think Jay has been such a strong, like, piece. He's been a great supporting character. Oh, my God. You know how they say sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever heard the TikTok sound where it's like, <laughs> we get it. They made you the head of the show. But are you really the head of the show? Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> Um, with Jay because he has like added so much with like the whole Sammy thing like the whole my dog thing would not have worked if it wasn't for how Jay was like bouncing off of it and his like apprehension to Sammy and him joining their family you know right the family business so yeah I I just think Jay is just been exceptional Jimmy as well you know Paul him I'm sorry the Paul Heyman trying to hit Kevin Owens. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's getting on him about that. Like, I, I have to sit here and stand up for my man, Paul Heyman. He did something. He did something. He didn't just stand there. He sat here. He realized his tribal chief was getting hurt. Jay and uh, Jimmy were taking naps. Useless. And here he goes. He hops in the ring. And he did his best. Paul Heyman, everyone might be trying to make fun of you. But I acknowledge you, sir. Thank you for trying to help our tribal chief. Kevin Owens, you're a bully. Um, and and I'm not a fan of that kind of stuff. People like you were people I looked forward to when I watched them after school specials and you was taught a lesson. Roger Clocks. Yeah! Like, be quiet! But we, let's talk about Kevin Owens. He does make the save. I saw this funny meme. It was so hilarious, right? Um, It pretty much says... It pretty much says uh, Kevin Owens when Sami Zayn is uh, getting beat up. Sami Zayn when he gets pinned. After Sami Zayn's beat up and uh, after the match. So it's like he shows up for after the match. So, which makes sense, though, because they're not on good terms. It's pretty much like I want to get the bloodline, and I appreciate you not hitting me with the chair. So this is my, um, this is me returning the favor, but we ain't cool. 
Because even at the end when Sammy goes for that Huuva kick, I feel like I said it all wrong, but Huuva kick. Um, it says Huluva kick. A Huluva kick. Thank yeah. you. See, this is this is what the big pop is about. I say words wrong and you correct me. Uh, but he, he does the Huluva kick. Um, hits um, uh, Roman with it, but Kevin Owens steps out the way just so he can hit the move. I thought it was some good stuff. I mean, I thought it was good storytelling. We're going to get that eventually where we're going to have them team up and they're going to go for the tag titles. There's so many layers. You've mentioned a lot of things, but the layers in the storyline, I think that's what everyone likes. One of the things is um, you mentioned Jay. What does Jay do? Now, I see Jay sticking with the bloodline because um, I don't see him turning on the bloodline. But then you have the, well, you have the, well, he, uh, when he was ready to really get in, he was really, it looked like he was going to hit Roman, but he doesn't hit Roman. Um, Sammy accidentally spared him. So there's always that piece. There's a lot of layers here where it's like, where does it go from here? Which is amazing and great. Yeah. And there's like so many ways that a story could go. I think that's so awesome because it leaves somewhat of like a level of unpredictability. And right. I like things because I feel like. Sometimes everything gets spoiled these days, especially in the digital era. It's so easy for everything to be spoiled. And so whenever you get a little bit of unpredictability and you really don't know what's going to happen, I think that's like the best thing, honestly. No, and I concur to that. And I think that's why, like, for the uh, Men's Elimination Chamber, I was like, oh, I picked Bronson Reed. Uh, he didn't win. But it was cool because I was wrong. And, you know, sometimes I don't mind being wrong. I'm like, oh, okay, that was cool. I don't know everything. That's fine. That's cool. Um, but this was a solid pay-per-view. This was a fun pay-per-view. It was digestible. Uh, WrestleMania will not be. <laughs> WrestleMania weekend is going to be a long one for us. But we were going to be here for that. We're gonna. I don't know if there's any other pay-per-view before that. Um, not that I know of. But we're going to be here to be reviewing some wrestling. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Monday Night Raw. Uh, maybe a little NXT, depends. Uh, some AEW Dynamite. Some uh, uh, maybe, you know, it's been a while since we've done Impact. Maybe we need to bring that back, you know? Absolutely. I'm always for that. And oh. I just want to say before yes. we end this, sure. um, them bringing back doing the movies. For ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yes. For them doing it for WrestleMania Hollywood, I'm, I'm literally, like, for me, this is amazing. Like, I'm sure if anyone, if they had their from their past favorite mania being like recreated in some way, would be like, this is amazing. And that's how I feel. Like, oh, like it's just so great. And I think Seth, and I think I told you this yesterday. I think Seth and Sting are the only people to properly <laughs> incorporate the Joker character into their character and not have it be like cheesy cringe and make it work. And so Seth being doing the Joker kind of made so much sense. They should have made him do the little laughing in the in the, in the um, comedy club. They should have. <laughs> oh, okay. Now that would have been cool. Well, you know why they picked that particular scene, though, right? It's iconic. Yes, absolutely. No, it's so iconic. Batman, the best Batman. I think I've never seen anyone play Who? Batman. I think the last time I seen Batman played that well was Robert Pattinson. Um. <laughs> he just did it so well. Oh man! Anyone getting a cold chill now? Stop hating on Robert. Like it's over. It's it's not over until the fat lady sings, and I don't hear Roseanne Boss singing. <laughs> and that's the well. I don't know. But I mean, is there anything else? I was getting ready to yell. Is there, is there any other thing? But I do want to add. Um, it is cool that they brought that back. Um, I it, it is cool. It, it is a cool thing. Um, when I think back to WrestleMania, it was WrestleMania 21 in 2005, and they were doing these uh, skits. And there's been a lot of good ones. Um, there was the one with The Undertaker. I forget what he's playing. I think it was Dirty Harry. The one with Triple H, and he plays uh, Braveheart. Braveheart. And then Ric Flair comes out of nowhere. I heard some rumors that there's some spoilers, like, like some of the wrestlers, what movies they're going to be playing. One of them I heard was... Um, the bloodline and I think it's Godfather or Goodfellas or something like that. Yeah, no, they show like a little like mm -hmm. um, re a compilation. Like I think it was towards the end of uh -huh. like the show. Yes, and it did have a few like sneak peeks. I'm hoping there's one with the Judgment Day because I think it will be very yeah. much ridiculous if they don't give the Judgment Day one because I feel like 
they would eat that up. Like whatever they get, they would eat it up. So they definitely need to not play with me and definitely make sure the Judgment Day has a movie on lock for me, for the country. Well, you know, you you were speaking for yourself, and then you said for the country. Uh, for the country, the country wants it as well. I'm I'm the top speaker for the country. <laughs> oh well, oh, oh well, okay, my bad. I didn't oh, know you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no Judgment Day would be great. Who else? Do you, who else would be someone you think would would eat uh, eat it up if they were given the chance? Uh, Bianca, Street Profits, oh, yeah. uh, Hit Row. If given the opportunity, I think they're great character based um, people. So I mean, they could definitely act. You know, they could definitely act. Okay. Um, I think Liv as well. I think Shotzi. Shotzi's great. I can't wait. I just think. There's a lot of talented women right now. And so Shotzi just has to wait a little bit. But I think Shotzi will get her opportunity because I think Shotzi has the same thing. Like, for me, like, right. personally, sure. Shotzi has that same feeling of, like, just a likability factor. Like, you want to root for her. Like, and that's what Liv has as well. So I just think, you know, we just have to give it time. The same way we gave Liv her time to really grow on the main roster, that's the same amount of time we need for Shotzi. Because, again, it still has been – she hasn't been on the main roster that that long. No. So it's not like – I think it's, it's been two years. Like, like now it's like uh, this year makes two. Exactly. So there's still time. Look at how long it took for a lot of people, you know. So yeah, it's just – it's a lot going on. Women's wrestling is, like, at the highest point right now. Um, and there is so much, uh, you know, female talent out there, like – so much and so much especially in the wwe like they have a large talented roster of women and so it's like it's, it's just too many cooks right now so it's a little it's a little crowded but when it's time and i know it will be her time i i i'm just gonna be so happy and you're gonna be like yeah i was i was there on uh i was there from since day one ish absolutely <laughs> yeah no that's right absolutely and uh, that was the big pop theory. Um, that was the Elimination Chamber. We both enjoyed it. Next pay-per-view, we'll be here again to review it. And, um, I mean, let's do some plugs real quick. Captain, you're, that's your role. What do we got going on? What do we got going on? Okay, so tomorrow, Tuesday, we have the Unpopular Review NXT After Show where we discuss, you know, everything that went on. Um, obviously, hopefully we don't have to talk about the NXT crowd being evil. Um, oh and then Wednesday, actually, nothing. Wow, okay, yeah, the challenge was over. Ah. Um, <laughs> Thursday, we have, um, well, Thursday, I am going to be on Women's Wrestling Talk uh, podcast, and I'll be doing two shows that day. I have Ooh. the Women's Wrestling Army at 5 p.m. Eastern, and then I have the NXT after show with the amazing beautiful talented in cat we trust at 7 p.m um so yes and that's eastern as well so that's what i'm doing and then you catch me right back here on monday for the big pop theory the big pop theory podcast wednesday um i'm still working wednesdays um so far we're still doing flash uh this is really uh if strike three is out. So listen, hopefully uh Flash delivers uh this week. Cause last week uh I don't know, I got mad. Um and that's that's oh I'm sorry. <clears throat> and that's the show oh. yelling. Say goodbye to everybody. Bye everybody. <laughs> Bye folks. <laughs>